This is Gabriel Wrench with the Cross Politic Daily News Brief for Wednesday, June 3rd, 2020. I want to invite you to sign up for our first annual Fight Laugh Feast conference in Nashville, October 1st through 3rd. Rowdy Christian Media meets the conference world, not for the faint of heart. We will kick the whole thing off with Baron Psalm singing the first night, followed by a slate of speakers committed to driving nails of the gospel into every day life, including Douglas Wilson, George Grant, Rod Martin, Glenn Sunshine, Pastor Toby, of course, and more. The conference will conclude with a massive Fight, Laugh, Feast network mashup with representatives from all your favorite shows all on one show, fighting, laughing, and feasting. And then we really will feast together with food trucks bringing in a dinner to close out the conference. So please join us October 1st through 3rd as we build rowdy Christian culture for God's glory and for our good. Go to fightlaughfeast.com and register today. 42% of U.S. coronavirus deaths are linked to nursing homes, according to health policy expert Avic Roy. States like New York, New Jersey, and Michigan actually ordered nursing homes to accept patients with active COVID-19 infections who were being discharged from hospitals. The most charitable interpretation of these orders is that they were designed to ensure that states would not overcrowd their ICUs. But well after hospitalizations peaked, governors like New York Andrew Cuomo were doubling down on their mandates. And recently, as April 23rd, Cuomo declared that nursing homes don't have the right to object to accepting elderly patients with active COVID infections. That is the rule, and that is the legislation, and they have to comply with that. On May 10th, after the death of nearly 3,000 New York residents of nursing homes and assisted living facilities, did Cuomo stand down and partially rescind the order. Cuomo created death camps in New York, and here's why. According to the Foundation for Research on Equal Opportunity, they found that 42% of U.S. COVID-19 deaths have occurred in nursing homes and assisted living facilities. You heard me right. That's 42%, as already stated. Right now, New York shows that only 13% are found in this category. But here's the deal. New York has changed how it's collecting the data. According to the Daily Caller, New York State Department of Health made a subtle change to its disclosures beginning around May 3rd, according to Web Archives. The New York State Health Department told Daily Caller its disclosures now only report coronavirus deaths for long-term care patients that died while physically present at their facility. In other words, New York's nursing home and adult care facility coronavirus death tracker omits any individual who contracted the coronavirus while living at a long-term care facility but died in the hospital. Governor Cuomo has been pushing tracing has been pushing data tracking, has been pushing all these measures unless it makes him look bad. So what would happen would be is if someone contracted the coronavirus in the nursing home, which is where they got it, they would not count the death if they ended up in the hospital, dying in the hospital. So they'd count that death as a hospital death, not an elderly home death. So they are playing with the data in New York. Meanwhile, arbitrary shutdowns do not work, and 600 doctors agree with me. According to Forbes.com, more than 600 of the nation's physicians sent a letter to President Trump this week calling the coronavirus shutdowns a mass casualty incident with exponentially growing negative health consequences to millions of non-COVID patients. The downstream of health effects are being massively underestimated and underreported. This is an order of magnitude of error. According to the letter initiated by Simon Gold, MD, an emergency medicine specialist in Los Angeles. And he goes on to say, suicide hotline 
Phone calls have increased over 600%. Other silent casualties, 150,000 Americans per month who have had new cancer detected through routine screening. From missed cancer diagnosis to untreated heart attacks and strokes to increased risk of suicides, we are alarmed at what appears to be a lack of consideration for the future health of our patients. Patients fearful of visiting hospitals and doctor's offices are dying because COVID phobia is keeping them from seeking care. One patient died at home of a heart attack rather than go to an emergency room. The number of severe heart attacks being treated in nine hospitals surveyed dropped by nearly 40% in March. Cardiologists are worried a second wave of deaths indirectly caused by the virus is likely. Chief Justice Roberts sides with liberals as Supreme Court rejects challenges to limit church services. According to discern.com, the U.S. Supreme Court on Friday rejected South Bay United Pentecostal Church's emergency suit that challenged the state's limits on in-person worship service imposed to stifle the spread of the coronavirus. In a 5-4 to four decision, 5-4 to four decision, the divided panel determined that the restrictions allowing churches to open at 25% capacity or with no more than 100 worshipers at one time appear consistent with the First Amendment. It is not Chief Justice Roberts. Chief Justice Roberts, who sided with the court's liberal justices, says this about this decision. Similar or more severe restrictions can apply to comparable secular gatherings, including lectures, concerts, movie showings, spectator sports, and theatrical performances, where large groups of people gather in close proximity for extended periods of time, Roberts wrote. And the order exempts or treats more leniently only dissimilar activities, such as operating grocery stores, banks, and laundromats, in which people neither congregate in large groups nor remain in close proximity for extended periods of time. Chief Justice Roberts goes on to add, where those broad limits are not exceeded, they should not be subject to second-guessing by an unelected federal judiciary, which lacks the background, competence, and expertise to access public health and is not accountable to the people, Roberts wrote. In other words, health experts trump the Constitution, right? Chief Justice Roberts here is saying, hey, health experts know better than us as a Supreme Court. We need to defer to them. And so the Supreme Court should not overrule these health experts. Never mind the fact that the right to worship was specifically written in the First Amendment. And absent from that amendment is secular gatherings, including lectures, concerts, movie showings, spectator sports, and theatrical performances. This ruling is a travesty. This is Gabriel Wrench with CrossPolitik News. Support Rowdy Christian Media and join our club at FightLaughFeast.com. With your partnership, you will get a Fight, Laugh, Feast t-shirt, discounts to our annual conference, and access to our club portal. Our club portal includes episodes on pastors and politics, which is fantastic. East Coast tour content, God and government, backstage interviews with people like Vody, Pastor Wilson, James White, Tom Askell, Eric Erickson, David French, and more. You can find all our shows on our app, which you can download at your favorite app store. Just search Fight, Laugh, Feast. Lastly, we hope to meet you at our first annual Fight, Laugh, Feast conference in Nashville, Tennessee, October 1st through 3rd. Go to FightLaughFeast.com to register now. Have a great day. Lord bless.